Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. What is up, Mets fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Mets Up Podcast. We're just going to rip the Band-Aid off and tell you it's a little bit of a somber one here. Uh, the Mets Up Podcast is not ending, but this will be the final episode that Mets Up does officially partnered as the official podcast of the New York Mets. Me and James, we're going to talk to you just about everything very openly, very blunt about what's going on, what's moving forward. Big news, though, no longer going to be the official podcast of the New York Mets going into 2024. So as soon as the near new year comes around, we'll be back on our own. We'll be going our separate ways, and it just won't be the official podcast. But Mets up is not going anywhere. No, totally reiterating that. Also, Mark just ripped the Band-Aid off. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> everyone had a wonderful season. This podcast is going to come out on the 27th, so I hope everyone had a nice time, family, friends, food, whatever you've been doing the last couple of days. Hope it was good. But yeah, this is going to be It's going to be a change, but it's going to be a change of something that Mark and I have done before. This podcast did begin with him and I just ripping, doing it ourselves. It was a great two years with the Mets. It was pretty magical, Sick. unbelievable. We're going to talk to you guys a lot more. But that going forward, because we're almost probably never going to be able to stop talking about it entirely because of how amazing it was and how many cool things we got to do and cool people we got to meet and just situations we got to be in. But as for now, like Mark said, this is going to be the last episode that we are the official podcast in New York Mets, but doesn't mean that Mets stuff is going anywhere. No, in terms of what the content is going to look like going forward or what changes you can expect, like literally the only thing right now is like we are just no longer going to be partnered with the Mets. But like me and James... We'll still be doing episodes after every single series. You're going to see a bunch of episodes during the offseason weekly. I think it's just like the safe estimate of how long they're going to come out or how often they will come out during the offseason is weekly. You might see more. You might see, you know, a couple episodes a week. Who knows? Me and James now are going to be back on the grind as independent content uh, podcast guys. But we're we're sad because, like James said, the experience, just being able to call ourselves the official podcast of the New York Mets was out of control. I mean, there's not many people who get to say that for their favorite team. And we were lucky enough to get that for two seasons and just so many great memories, so many awesome things. And again, not going anywhere. The podcast is still going to exist. The only thing that is literally changing is now me and James have to actually do the work on the back end side. We don't have Vito to help us out, John to help us out, all the people in production. Um, so we're going to be back on the, uh, the podcast grind as solo guys here. Yeah, totally. It's going to definitely open up a lot of philosophical questions for my life. I think more than Mark's too, about what, what, what the next six months of my life are going to look like. But that's okay. That's all part of the game. That's part of life. That's part of the being trying to be a sports uh, content creator. But yeah, we might just be in the ballpark less. Next year might go to 40 games instead of 70. That's just something that might happen just because of that. Um, trying to think of what else. Uh, maybe I might eat less ballpark food. I might start packing my own lunch and dinner to the games again, Yeah, which is probably better, better for my body at the end of the day. Probably be better on 
but they're on the old gut. But a few less hot dogs for me because uh, <laughs> I pretty much had a hot dog every single game. So there was about 60 days out of 100 in the summer that I was eating just pure nitrates and like horse hooves or whatever goes into a hot dog. Yeah, a lot of other things that go into hot dogs that we don't want to share in this podcast. Maybe next week we can share things like that to go into hot dogs. Maybe we'll do an episode of how to make hot dogs. We can say how to like, make a hot dog. Yeah, we can say all those bad words. But yeah, less breathables for me. Shout out Nancy. Won't be seeing her as much. Probably less uh, less loaded um, chopped cheese waffle fries just because <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be an interesting thing to spend $30 on just myself. But yeah, maybe once in a while for nostalgia. It's, it's going to look different. It's going to feel different. And we know, like, we appreciate that so many of you guys have been here with Mark and I from the beginning, like, from before we came official to the Mets, just from the Scherzer stream from years ago and everything we did during the lockout offseason, everything we did right before the Mets as the Mets got really hot at the beginning of 2022. So we know a lot of you guys are still here. We appreciate you guys a lot. If you were listening back then, it might sound a little bit like that. It might sound a little different because I think Mark and I, speaking for myself specifically, both grown a little bit as content creators, both saw a lot of what goes on inside the Major League Baseball organization and met a lot of people that either one, we didn't even know existed before, or two, that we might have not known and didn't like for no reason before and probably just didn't understand them or their role or just the work they did as much. And that also doesn't even begin to talk about like the difference in um, appreciation we have for these players who go and play every single day. Just, just... There's going to be a lot that's going to change. A lot's going to go back to being the same. A lot's probably going to feel similar to how it's felt the last two years since we've been with the Mets. But again, it's not no longer going to be the official podcast of the New York Mets. Yeah, I think I think one thing that I can tell you that will be different. There might be a few more, you know, a few more bleeps, a few more expletives in these podcasts rather than when we were officially attached to the team. Yeah, and that was only John doing the bleeps because he doesn't he doesn't care about Vito's time, energy, or effort. But of course not. This podcast is like both of our babies. Like we've been built yeah. this to a place that even these last two years with the Mets, like never to a place I thought I would ever get ever. Like it's funny that I'm doing this. If you guys watch on YouTube in like my childhood bedroom, my parents' house, where like we started doing this podcast because I was still living with my parents before we started it, before I moved back to New York, after I moved out of the apartment with Mark. It's just it's like weird timing and stuff. After Christmas too, you're with family, you're thinking about stuff, you're doing all that kind. But it's gonna be it's gonna be different, it's gonna be the same. I definitely urge everyone to check back in with us next week and listen. Yeah, uh, like just for a little heads up for everybody, Metzed Up is, again, like Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff, going to stay as Metzed Up. If you are looking for YouTube versions of this podcast now, you will be going to the Metzed Up channel, which I'm sure you guys will hear more about. We'll tweet it out a bunch of times. It was an old channel that we did, obviously, before we were with with the Mets. Then when we came with the team, we went on to the New York Mets YouTube channel, which is just also so crazy that that stuff's just going to live on there for the rest of the time on YouTube. And we'll be like, hey, remember when when we were doing the podcast for the New York Mets? And we will say like, as as much as we're not officially like affiliated with the team anymore, we're not the official podcast. Like everybody we've talked to has been so nice, like feels like so sad about what's going on because I think we all had a really good relationship with each other with the content that was being made and just how everybody interacted with each other that you're probably going to see us around a little bit too with the Mets in the future, uh, maybe doing some other things, not necessarily making the podcast every single episode for them, every single series, but you're probably going to see us work together in some sort of way, whether it's we come to the stadium, we do a little shout out for somebody or, you know, there's a variety of different things. Everything is still also really new. Like we've only known about this for a short amount of time, but uh, everything is like the door is wide open for both of us to continue the relationship that we had. And just because the podcast is no longer the official podcast doesn't mean we don't want to continue to like have the relationship and work with each other going forward. Yeah. And that was one of the best things, best opportunities that came to us from doing the show officially with the team is like all the connections we got to make for everybody in the ballpark. Vito, John are friends and we'll continue to be friends like Bobby, Brendan. I'm going to forget names. We're going to do more names next week. We're going to make a list. so We don't forget any names, which is everyone who is 
in, in production in that stadium, like we're very happy to have had and built the relationships we did with them and hope to continue to cultivate those in the future because it was, it's a lot of good people, a lot of people who work really hard every single day to make sure you guys have the best experience in the ballpark you possibly can and something they're still committed to. And that's something we can all appreciate. Oh, 100%. And as I'm, I'm getting the sirens, this is opposite of normally where you are in your apartment in Brooklyn. I'm starting to get the sirens now here in Astoria. But before we pull in Vito and John, because we, of course, want to bring them in for the final episode. You guys have been with us for the last couple of years. It's been a great run. Want to just give some thank yous to people that were inside the Mets organization that did a lot for us. First off, thank you to the Mets. Thank you to Steve Cohen, Alex Cohen. I don't, I'm not sure how aware they were of us, but we met uh, Mrs. Cohen a couple times. And just the fact that we were allowed to continue to do this podcast, got to go into the owner's box a couple times. Uh, thank you for that very much. Big thank you to Bobby uh, over in production, head of production. Big thank you to Jake, Taylor. Thank you to Ryan. Thank you to um, Dylan. Dylan. Thank you to Dylan. Thank you to, I'm forgetting names. I should have wrote these down. I Jake, told you to write them down. Uh, thank you I to Dylan. Know. I mean, Thank you to John Vito, of course. Thank you to Mendez. Thank you to just Jenna being there every single day. Do much with thank the podcast. Thank you to Brian. Thank you to Brian. Brian, this past year was killing it for us, just nonstop on the late nights uh, filming stuff for us. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you to Brendan. Like, there are so many people. Brian's such a legend. I love Brian. Brian is such a legend. We love Brian. Hopefully, can't wait to see Brian around the ballpark. Get us on the get us on the big screen at least now, Brian. <laughs> yeah. Now you know what these faces look like. We'll be in seats. Get us on the big screen. And thank you to like tons of people who we met to who made our time at the ballpark so much more fun. Didn't necessarily work on the podcast, but thank you to Kim in the Media Cafe. Thank you to Steven, just the greatest security guard on the planet Earth. Yes. I said Nancy before. Thank you to Nancy. Thank you to Rosenman. Thank you to Hunter. Thank you to... Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, trying to Shout out to our boy Vic. Shout, Shout out Vic. Vic. Love Vic. Um, who else we got here? Who else we got here? Now you do some more names. Uh, some more names. Oh, my goodness. Shout out uh, Colin. Shout out Marisol. Yes. Shout, Shout out, out Colin. Shout out Keith Rad. He was really nice too. Shout Keith out Rad. Wayne. Shout, well, he's not there anymore, but shout out Howie as well. Shout out Howie. Shout out Pat McCarthy. Glad that he's uh, on the up and up right now too. Shout out the other Keith Hernandez down in Hodges. Yes. Shout out Naomi down there, down in Hodges. So many people. So many things. So much stuff. So many people. Shout out your boy Joe. Yeah, yep. Shout out Josh as well. Can't forget him. I mean, Can't there's just been Josh. so. Shout out Steve so, Perold, who made the connection for us originally, got us in the yep. door. So many shout things. Shout out. I got a crazy shout out here, James. Shout out Max Scherzer. Shout out, Max, out Scherzer. Max Scherzer. This is not possible without big Max one. Scherzer. As, as much as happened with Max Scherzer in the last few years, this whole thing would never have happened without Max Scherzer. Yeah. Big shout out to everybody on the social media side as well. Shout out to Will and Janie. Uh, retweeting our stuff, posting our stuff. Really appreciate it. Crazy to see our faces being retweeted and posted on the New York Mets accounts, which is yeah. something probably never expected again when we started this podcast. Also, shout out Claire and Hannah. Not here anymore, but did great work on social media. Shout out Eduardo Escobar. He was just the nicest guy yes. down there. Shout out Jeff McNeil for walking over to us and giving us a hug when we officially got this gig on like just yeah. standing in front of the dugout. He was like, guys, yeah, nice. He gave us hugs. He I, he yeah. knowed Mark. He knew me a little bit from seeing me on FaceTime and just recognized us, remembered us. Shout out Brett Beatty for being a great guy. Shout out Lindor for doing an interview with us. Shout out Cody Sanger for talking to us twice. Shout out Justin Verlander for talking with us. Shout out Brandon Nimmo for talking with us. Shout out Daniel Vogelback, DJ Stewart, William Woods. Um, who else? Keith Rad. We talked to Keith Rad. Howie Tyler McGill, Drew Smith. Said. Tyler McGill, Drew Smith, David Peterson. I mean, let's just let's take a, a step back, by the way. Think about how many players we just named, like thanking them for interviewing us. That that alone, like so cool as being official podcast in the mess, just that we got to talk to Basically, every single player that played for this team over the last two years. Adam Alavino, Dominic Smith. Shout out to Edwin yep, Diaz. We were supposed that. to interview Edwin Diaz, but I wasn't here that weekend, so I'm sorry about that one, Mark. Um, killed me. What else we got? 
Uh, I mean, and just like just everybody that had we'd met and made a relationship with throughout the time. I mean, we're going to see them around, I'm sure, at the ballpark. It's not like we're never going to see these people again. But uh, now it's just like a little bit less often because we won't be able to come into the office and disrupt people's work and be annoying and sit in their chairs and be like, yeah, so like what do you guys think about, uh, you know, how's Edwin Diaz's slider looking today? Like, yeah, start, start conversations. Start conversations about Chase Utley's Hall of Fame candidacy when people who work full time with deadlines have a lot of work to do. They can't do that yeah. anymore. Um yeah, no, a lot of stuff, a lot of good stuff, a lot of really good yeah, stuff. Yeah, and of course, shout out John and Vito, I know you said it, but uh, I think that's yeah. also a great time to bring them in here because Vito, of course, doing so much work behind the scenes. John, the first season with us, getting all the interviews, do, setting everything up when we had literally no idea what we were doing besides actually no making content. Yeah, no one did, and uh, John was our babysitter as well, and then Vito for just producing the podcast for the last year and a half getting so many interviews for us as well, making clips, like helping us out with giveaways and so many different things. Appreciate you guys and happy to get you on here for the last episode. And uh, yeah, just reminisce about some of the good old days of Mets up as the official podcast of the Mets. Uh, I just wanted to mention the Chase Utley Hall of Fame candidacy conversation no. because you it's brought the last it up episode. First. We will not let you do a tangent for 20 no, minutes. I'm just saying when, when the Hall of Fame voting <laughs> comes around, maybe we, uh, maybe we hop on, dust off the old stream yard. <laughs> And give a little chit-chat. It'll probably be at like 70, I don't know, maybe not that high, but Chase is going to be a Hall of Famer. So that's something that we'll always be able to keep an eye on until that day comes. But, you know, go go ahead. Well, we forgot one thing. Shout out to John for inventing Estimate. That was a pretty incredible, incredibly fun thing we were able to do the last two years that you guys really responded to well as a listener. So maybe we'll have to get lawyers involved, see if we can get that off John in the future, do it for our own (laughs) show. But that remains to be seen. (laughs) I was just going to say, like, it's not spring training is not going to be the same as uh, the three of us being together yeah. in the Ford Escape with uh, John avoiding us at all costs. Yeah, of course. Um, not cool enough for John. But it was it was a, a blast. I mean, you know, like I came in with you guys and it's just been uh, it's been really fun to just hang out and talk Mets. And like this is I said this to all of you, like this is the only Mets group chat I have that's as active. And like I've had I've had Mets group chats with friends for years and this is the only one that just still pushes strong almost daily and i would say 90 percent of the time it's not show talk it's just genuine genuine baseball talk oh yeah no we're we're all i think sick in the head with how much we care about the mets and i mean obviously you guys work for them so it's like you work for them and you care about them we did the podcast like there was just so much mets talk baseball talk in there i don't think that's gonna stop by any means i'm pretty sure we're all gonna be still sick in the head mets fans talking about it as the season goes on but yeah i mean like Coming in, I'd never worked with anybody before. Like, I just being a YouTuber and yeah. like doing it out of college, I've literally never had like anybody I'd call coworkers. But like, I mean, you guys are like friends, obviously. So it was always like nice coming in knowing that like if we had something wrong, you'd help us out, but also like we could still like BS about whatever we were thinking about at the time, too. Yeah. So the conceptual the conceptualization of the, a coworker is that you guys taught Mark that, and that's a really valuable thing that he might never have again in his life. So you guys can own that. Chance. His only two coworkers ever. I remember when I first started, and like there was some work event coming up, and Mark said he was really looking forward to it because he'd never got to hang out with coworkers before. Oh yeah. And like, just absolutely blew my mind to somebody like literally <laughs> like, I mean like through high school, like just like working and like doing stuff, just such a funny concept. Somebody's like, yeah, like people that work in the same office. That's not, like, sounds, that sounds thrilling. Yeah. Mark was sitting in a chair and be like, what do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> like, it's cool. <laughs> you guys are working. Like, how talking. can I disrupt your day? What can I do to disrupt your day? Cause I'm here now. Now there was definitely that moment for us too. when we'd like be walking to the office the first year and be like, what are you guys? What are you guys doing? <laughs> What's going on right now? 
because like just understanding from like the front end from being fans of like what actually goes into like creating the in-game experience for fans like what goes on the scoreboard how it gets there seeing the control room which is pretty funny even funny to be able to do the podcast in there for a few months towards the end of 2022 season you guys remember the bat you guys remember the bat in uh yeah in the, in the piazza club how, how can we forget what about the uh the rally bun the rally bun was rally a bun hit was good the rally bun was a, a classic. Bit. That one, that thing stayed in the freezer for probably Months. a little bit too long, and then John yeah. took a bite out of it, which was insane. But it's, you, know, you gotta try things when the team's struggling. And John, if nothing else, did try that. Yes, yeah, so 100 percent. John was ready to put his health on the line for the team. It's funny to think about too. That rally bun was almost like that was like the last moment that season was truly fun because that rally bun ignited <laughs> the rally to win that last game of the Dodgers series beginning of September, and then that mm-hmm. next weekend was the National Series where things start to not feel so good. But yeah, shout out the rally bun. Yeah, I mean, the rally bun, I, I remember, like, just even Vito mentioned spring training. When we got to spring training, our first time ever being there, you know, affiliated with the team, getting to see all the behind-the-scenes stuff was really cool. But I'll never forget when, like, Bobby and Josh, who were part of production, go to us, they're like, come here at 6 o'clock in the morning. Your guys' job is going to be to talk to all the players while they're waiting online and make sure they're not bored. And me and James look at each other like, you want us to talk to these guys? Like, what are we going to say to Francisco Lindor and Pete Alonso and all these superstars? And it ended up being like an experience and memory I'll never forget. Just like chop, like, you know, joking with Pete Alonso, making jokes with Brandon Nimmo, talking to Brett Beatty, commented on my shoes and then had him the next day. Yeah. Like there was stuff. Vito got to stand next to Starling Marte, his favorite player. Like there was so many little cool things that just even being a part of it outside of the content that we actually made, like behind the scenes stuff that we got to experience that. I, I think a lot of Mets fans would kill for that opportunity. That was the first time I've ever even been at spring training in my entire life. Like I'd never gone as just a fan or just like as a person, just being there and being on the inside and being like, all right, you guys you can go in this room for interviews and you can go into the ballpark when you're ready. Then we'll go for like an employee dinner afterwards. And then you guys can go out if you want after that. We know John wants going to go to vibes, that. obviously. Yeah, of course, vibes, going for us. Yeah, vibes after for, that. For a little I mean, dancing, a little fun dancing yeah, vibes. Maybe some Port, Port St. Lucie um, karaoke in a strip mall. Like that's always a possibility. <laughs> And just being able mm. to hang out, just <laughs> sit around a fire at the end of the night and like talk about what we were doing. It's just, it was, it was, it was hilarious that that was even like, that was something that we all did together. And even just like me and Mark were there for what, like 60 hours, maybe in total. Yeah. Vito and John spent significant portions of their life down there in Port St. Lucie, but it was just such a whirlwind for us. Like we're here and now we're, we're going to be up for 20 hours, three days in a row. And then we're going to leave. That's it. Oh yeah. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. No, I mean, like, oh, all the stuff. I forgot to shout out. Go for it. Shout out, shout out DJ Razor. Legend. Shout out DJ Razor, of course. Oh, shout out when Razor, this is just a little story for you guys that has nothing to really do with anything. But when we were going back from spring training, he was leaving at the, <laughs> the same time. He was like, I'll drive you guys in the morning. I have a rental car. We'll drop it off. He starts driving. I look at James and go, P is not going to the rental car place. There's no way that this like random <laughs> rental car place on the side of the road is going to accept a car drop off at five o'clock in the morning. We were going to the Enterprise that was the opposite direction of the airport. I, for- I forget if the airport was north or south of Point St. Lucie, but we get in the road and we're both looking at our navigation, texting each other like we're going the wrong way. We're going the wrong way and we're running out of time for this flight. And I don't want to miss this flight. I was like, I had to get back to work. And we were just, it was middle, it was morning. It was going to be bad weather. They Even when we got to the airport that day, we did make it. 
they were offering us, I think it was Delta, shout out Delta, oh, Delta Airlines, dollars. Mets. They were offering people thousand dollars to change their flights later in the day because there was going to be such a bad storm that people weren't going to be let out. And Mark and I at five forty-five in the morning are sitting in the rental car with Razor, just being like, "I really pray, just pray we get to this airport on time." <laughs> yeah, I mean that's like that's the stuff that will stick out to me outside of the content that was made because that I mean interviewing the players will never be topped by anything, but like just the little stories, the little inside jokes we like had with all the guys around, like, and especially John and Vito, the fact that like, we just incessantly make fun of John every chance that we possibly can, especially even on the podcast. Like how many people would let us do that? Probably not many. So you got to give a little props there to John for uh, having some thick skin for sure. Do you guys want to take one, you know, one last uh, time and, you know, just like, I don't know, roast me a Mount Rushmore of roasts or (laughs) I feel like, I I feel like you got it right. We can, I will go say around John, this, we can go around the room. Everyone can take a take a take a crack at it. Johnny Lennon's was maybe okay. one of my favorite moments ever walking into the office mm. after you came back from Italy. And it was like you were a new man. You were wearing a linen shirt. You were wearing like some chino <laughs> pants or whatever. I think you had flip-flops on too. And it was just like I did not have flip-flops. He was wearing on. the leather, the leather slip-ons. The leather slip-ons. The leather yes, slip-ons. Yes, okay. yes. That's not, what it was. Sockless. I don't even know. Never socks. Never socks. Once like April comes around, socks are a thing of the that's, past. That's, but that's go true. on. I'll never have to roast you again just because I watched you dance in that that's club true. in Port St. Louis. And I have videos vibes. of it. Yeah. So like, I'll always be able, whenever I have to think about something in my head to like make me laugh or just like trying to get a shot at you, I can just think about you dancing. And I'm like, it's okay. He doesn't need. You're also, <laughs> also a father now. We, we, we did this podcast to the birth of John's child. That's There's true. Vito getting married. Like the, thing, the life things that happened for all of us in this show in the last couple of years were shocking and amazing. There's, there's been a messed up marriage and a messed up uh, baby. Neither of them by me or you, but thankfully they're still, they still count. We're still going to take credit for that. And there's still time for both of you guys. I mean, there's plenty of time. <laughs> the baby <laughs> thing we can slow down a little yeah. bit on, I think. But. I mean, we've gone horribly wrong, but... Yeah, a lot of just a lot of fun things. We got we got to be like part of each other's lives. You guys became like very legitimate friends. That again, Mark's first coworkers like that we didn't really think we'd have. I remember the first day that we actually met John. I think Josh or Bobby was like pushing us to be like, "Hey, this guy John, he's gonna like he's gonna be like one of your guys' guys." Like the first day we were on the field with the team, like with our credentials, and you were just spouting out about like some random <laughs> Rangers fact about this was the first time they'd done this in like because it was May and we're getting towards playoff mm-hmm. time and this series is happening, that series is happening. I was like, this guy's a creature. And I wasn't wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I wish everybody could experience going to a hockey game with John. Because John is uh, a menace to society, I think is the best way to put it. (laughs) When he's at any hockey game. It's not a Rangers game, just any hockey game. My wife went to a uh, Devils, Devils, uh, what was it, John? Devils, Devils Oilers game last week. Correct. We went with a bunch of people from the Mets. John was wearing an Oilers jersey in the suite as a guest of a Devils fan, <laughs> nice. screaming at the. Top I asked of permission, his by the way. I asked permission. I I wanted to make sure the Oilers jersey was cool. Obviously, got a rep, Connor, but I did ask. Go on, Vito. Sorry. <laughs> screaming at the top of his lungs at everything that was happening. Knew every single player on both teams' name. Screaming stuff out, and I just looked next to me at the both both suites on opposite end. Just seeing people frustrating and how much money they had spent. And the fact that they had to sit there with this screaming lunatic. And I started screaming, I'm sorry, it's his last wish. (laughs) (laughs) John, you had a lot of fun at the um, NHL All-Star game last year too, because that coincided with spring training, no? Wasn't that a fun day for you? Yes, that was a very fun day. I made some poor financial choices that day. So uh, yeah, the NHL All-Star game was in South Florida. We had gone down, I think the day before. And uh, Brian and myself wind up scoring a couple tickets to the skills competition. 
And I, I bought some merch. I bought some merch, and I woke yes, up with son. an angry text. I woke up with an angry text the next day. So Father that was um, puck. <laughs> the, the puck was not a bad thing. And I bought a, a beanie that I wear a lot now. I also bought this baseball cap that I saw it a few days ago. I was like, why in the world did I spend <laughs> like about 60 bucks on this cap? But James, we went to a game last year also. That was a lot of fun Ranger opening night. We did. We had, um, a, we had a great time there because that was that was like our thank you for Mark and I for just everything that happened in 2022. And it was Rangers opening night, and I met John at the bar. I was get I would think I was getting over a little cold at the time. I think we all just got really sick last year after yeah. the Mets were eliminated from the playoffs, just because. Yeah. Yeah, I had like another full time job that was like super in full swing, and we were we podcasted like seven out of nine days or something, and we're at the ballpark yeah. every single night with with a couple i mean we were just we were having fun it was the playoffs like, it was the playoffs what are we gonna do we're in city field and i was so sick at that game and i'm like yeah john i'm happy to go this game but we should definitely take it easy and i meet him at the what tracks railroads one of those like msg yeah bars. yeah tracks yeah, yeah. just like it just like pushes me a tequila water which is such a john drink <laughs> or it might have been tequila soda one of the two and i was like oh, i was gonna be such a night for for me and john now and i remember walking to the path train being like all right <laughs> see you later <laughs> like oh, and then him going i was like oh my god i can't believe that just happened <laughs> the uh yeah oh, that's man. That's crazy. I also like speaking of the playoffs, like you said, like that crazy run of like seven episodes in like nine days or whatever we were doing was a marathon. Sprinkled in was when the Mets beat the Padres in game two. Me, you and Vito were all sitting with each other down uh, on the third base side, screaming at Adrian Morejon, getting in that guy's head, seeing Jacob deGrom shove, seeing Lindor hit that big home run, seeing the Mets win come back from that game like that was awesome we had some beers on the podcast we had some beers after the podcast down at judy and punch like yeah we had so that was such a fun time it was like i think we got home at like three or four o'clock in the morning that night and i remember it was like we got to go back for game three game three really took the wind out of our sails but like game two was one of the definitely one of my favorite memories as well doing the podcast with the team and hanging out with you guys okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, even the last game of this season, even the last game this season, we went out to... uh, the place in Astoria, you guys got oh, yeah. that yeah. solid video of me getting in the cab at the end of the night, <laughs> oh, which I still John don't understand the, the problems. Front, John got in the front seat of a yellow cab so on, what? His, on his way so to Long what? Island. So he had like a two hour drive and he sits in the front no, seat. It was probably like 45 minutes, but it was still yeah, it wasn't too hours. Uh, so why? You, you know, I wanted to talk. Seat? I wasn't there. I don't know. There might have been something in the back. I don't know. Oh, you know what? The guy had like some exhaust piping. That was like sticking out the window and it was like a massive, it was like a snake. So there was really only one option and it was the front seat. But, you know, these guys obviously got the footage and, you know, yes. sent it along. But I think I think the point here, the big point, and I, I said this to both you guys, was, you know, you guys got great viewers, great fans. But I think it's important that people realize that, like, it wasn't just, okay, you know, we click record or the camera turns on and we have conversations and the camera turns off and that's that's that, like, Everything that everyone saw was genuine. It was all real. You know, our conversations were real. They extended beyond episodes. Uh, I said this to both you guys that I have a hard time finding people that I could really talk baseball with because, you know, like you want to have good, sophisticated, you want to have good, (laughs) sophisticated conversations. And, you know, like, look, not everyone could have proper takes like me. I get that. But I'm kidding. (laughs) 
kidding. I'm kidding. But, but seriously, the first half, it's, you weren't kidding. The first half is like a legitimate, like you're like no, the first half, yeah. from you. Oh, hundred percent. Not many people are as smart as me. And I'm yeah. No, I just, <laughs> I just have a hard time finding people that I can, uh, I collaborate with on on a good baseball conversation. And of course, you know, Mark and James, I from from day one being down there on the field together, me blabbing off Ranger stuff, up, up coming up with like content ideas right there in front of the dugout. Uh, you know, I, I knew that about you guys immediately. So, um, love- you know. I'll never ever forget the moment too. Cause like, it is true. Like talking baseball with you guys has been so much fun and we had great debates and we were, especially when we like really got settled this year in the, uh, in the theater, like you were on the left of us, we were at the table, just being able to spout back and forth to one another. But I'll never ever forget the moment where it was like weeks and weeks and weeks. And everyone, you guys kept all telling us like, get ready for Scherzer interview, be ready for Scherzer interview, be ready for Scherzer interview. And you're like, I'm going to bring you guys down there. He says he's ready to go. I don't know if it's going to happen, but just, I'll leave you down there and we're going to do it. And then we're just sitting there waiting. We're in the dugout hanging out. And he says, running his wind sprints in the outfield and he'll come after. And we're all like, all right, yeah, he's, he, maybe he will, maybe he won't. Like, this could be his way to take time away from us, to ease away from us, or maybe it's real. John walks away to go attend to another task. And Max Scherzer walks up to us. And, all right, guys, ready to go. And Mark and I are just sitting there, no microphone, no camera. And we're like, <laughs> oh, my God. That and, and you can't forget that Max Scherzer introduced himself, too. He's like, all right, I'm ready to go, guys. What's up? Like, I'm Max Scherzer. He's like, like hey, I'm Max. Yeah, I'm Max. <laughs> And we were just like, where is, where's John? Where is John? I frantically called him like, John, Max Scherzer is here. And you're like, I'll be there in two seconds. And you just like popped out of like a hole I didn't know existed on the field. uh, Honestly, I didn't know if it was going to happen either. I wasn't sure. So I was actually trying to make a contingency plan for if Max, if he, you know, is too busy or whatever. And we, we obviously would have respected that then. All right, well, we're down there. Let's try to get someone else. And I was, I was running the camera for that also. I just was like. I can go down there and figure this out. So I remember I got the call and I, I sprinted over. I definitely didn't want to be the one responsible for dropping <laughs> the biggest of balls uh, that I could have possibly dropped. But it, it went well, and I had a steady hand there as well. So that was good, too. Yeah, I think, I think John, would you say good. meeting Max Scherzer was one of those people that you were just excited that you knew baseball just as much as you? And then <laughs> like it was on your level intellectually? Yeah, and Max had some good uh, – he had some good foresight into what the uh, – the pitch clock was going to be like, oh. I feel like, you know, he was very, very, he was very focused on it. And, you know, very. the pitch clock was a, uh, was a huge thing. So definitely a hundred percent. I, yeah, I mean, uh, that was another part that I feel like I want everyone. Cause like to like realize and appreciate, because like we, we, we were trying to work around the schedules of these players, these professionals who make millions of dollars, who play a very hard game at an incredibly high level. And that it can't just be like, all right, you see these two podcast guys, go talk to them now. It has to be like, we have to we have to find ways to fit into their training regiments. And Vito and John were both huge helps with that. Everyone yeah. in production, PR, we're all huge helps with that. Finding our moments, finding our times to weave in, being available when we knew they could be available. And just being there and like sometimes it didn't work out. And like that was something that you guys didn't get to see. And we'd sit there and wait and we wouldn't get the interview. And we felt, and then wait, come around the next time, get the interview and then like, Make, make then there'd happen. be days where we have like four guys that we're talking to like oh my god okay yeah. there's four people now we're talking to like let's get ready or the time where like it was just like you guys are gonna talk to mark Hanna today we're like okay hold on five <laughs> minutes we gotta we gotta start scraping through the, the internet, internet finding anything yeah. yeah so it was like i mean the experience I, I i don't think we can say it enough was absolutely incredible uh being able to call ourselves the official podcast of the mets for two seasons is just surreal uh the relationships we made the people we met, the, the experiences we got to have, uh, going to be unmatched. It's going to be, we're going to miss doing it for sure with the Mets. Um, but again, 
like we're going to be around John and Vito and everybody else will be around. And I'm sure we're going to be talking to each other plenty. Uh, John and Vito, again, just a huge thank you from us. Vito, from everything you did on the back end, editing, uh, late nights, like just so many different things, getting us interviews, being our, being our liaison, our intermediary, being between us and the people that actually do a lot of work at the stadium. Uh, really appreciate it. And John, thanks for babysitting us for the first year and then becoming Johnny stats and really fitting into the podcast. We're going to, I don't, I don't know what we're going to do now. We're going to need stats. We're going to have to do actual real notes. Now we can't just be like, John, give us some stats while we start to look up things. Yeah. Guys, it was a pleasure. Seriously. It was, um, you know, it, it just, it was, it was a good fit. It, It was natural. It always felt natural. And that was, that was the one thing I liked the most about it was it was all so real. So, uh, you know, you guys have so much to be proud of. And I know you guys are going to continue to kick the future. And, um, I mean, this isn't goodbye. You know, it's John December 26th. On his closing monologue of this you podcast. Could say, you could say a thing. Sure. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty you sure that, that one's you can. This is the last one you guys are making, so it's up to you. Yeah, That's all you. <laughs> once, we're, once we're back in charge, we're going to I go by. I go by FCC. You guys stop. I go. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be funny with three. the bleeds because no one's gonna know what that word is now. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. <laughs> yeah, it was better. Yeah. Man. The the word that I said, I guess it's gonna be bleeped, was not bad. I'm pretty sure you could say it in a PG movie. I'm pretty sure. Pretty so sure. you don't yeah. watch movies. How would you know? It's true. That's uh, what, it's, it's what I've heard. Movie guy. Movie it's a, you, you know I'm not. It's come on. <laughs> you know I'm not. But um, yeah, guys. Seriously, thank you. Um, can't thank you guys enough for just welcoming me to Met Stop and Vito, of course. And um, this isn't goodbye, as I was saying before. I cursed and got called out for it. We'll see you guys, I'm sure, very, very, very shortly. And James got a big Ohio State Bowl game coming up. So, Definitely. I mean, more, that was probably – more college football talk. <laughs> that was People probably turned the, off for the last time. The hottest topic was Ohio State <laughs> in the semifinal last year. Which, by the way, you told a great story about the garage door and all that. Mm-hmm. And people weren't enjoying that. Like, I thought it was great. So, yeah, was- I don't know. I mean, because that's the other part. Like, we are we are fans. Like, I we yeah. Mark and I watch. And we're, big we're Big Ten guys also. We're Big Ten guys. Huge Big Ten guys. Love the Big Ten. There's nothing better than the Big Ten. Like, no, like Aiden O'Connell on Christmas, just forging the fires of the Big Ten West, winning a game Boiler without completing a pass for three quarters. <laughs> it's kind of guys we are. Work hard, prosper. Well, I just want to say I've loved every second of working with you guys. And uh, as an art school person, I can't really comment on any of the football, the college football talk. Uh, I did go to a few Rutgers games. I have a Rutgers hat. I wore to the gym today. But, I mean, I feel like that's just as bad as art school talk. Um, (laughs) But, no, it was a blast. And like John said, you know, like we're still going to be doing stuff together. You know, we'll obviously, John and I will still be listening to that stuff. And we just had such a good time on this show. And it's been so much fun to be a part of and just, like, have a good time. And I wish people could hear the show before and after the recordings like of the few minutes of setting up the studio and after we set up and just like the amount of times that brian rusnak would be like okay can you guys please start the podcast already and then be like all right can we like please bring everything upstairs um it was a really fun year in a in a really in a really tough year and Mm -hmm. uh just and for many like on the field reasons off the field reasons it was a fun year and a tough year for all of us but we i think uh we all had a really good time and uh, it's, it's been a blast doing this show. Oh, hundred percent. I I, th- I think me and James will confidently say that we will definitely have you guys back on the, the show when it's independent again by ourselves. We got to have Johnny stats and Vito come make an appearance every once in a while. Make sure the people know, you know, that John's still, still John's still John and Vito's still kicking over with the Mets yeah. and doing all our stuff. 
I can curse, right? I can say whatever I You'll, want. John, you, you can, can bring out all the curse want, words. Yeah. Except to understand, you still have an employer you have to be responsible to, and, and a wife and a daughter. <laughs> but yeah, you can say anything you want other than that. Those are good points. Those are good points. All right, <laughs> yeah. I'll probably, probably start practicing now for that appearance. I don't want to go too far off the rails. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Uh, and to everybody at home listening, watching for the last official episode with the New York Mets, Again, huge thank you, guys. Uh, this would not be possible without you. It started with the Twitter spaces, and that's how the Mets eventually found us. If you guys didn't listen to that, we wouldn't be where we are today. So, again, a huge thank you for me. I'll let James and anybody else say whatever they want, but uh, incredible experience. Uh, outside of playing for the Mets, this was probably the next best thing that could have possibly happened for someone as crazy as me who thought he could play for the Mets one day, which was not a possibility by any means. And now I get to bring that back. I get to say how I could have played in the majors. But, um, yeah, it was it was incredible. Uh, so many amazing experiences. I'll never forget meeting all these amazing people and truly grateful for the honor and the opportunity to call ourselves the official podcast of the Mets for the last two years. Totally. And this was, for me, my first like real foray into sports media. Like I've been blogging since I was in college, but never really was putting a ton of time and a ton of effort into it because I always had other things to do, other jobs, other other things happening. And it's like, shout out Mark for coming to me with this idea originally, because he definitely didn't have to reach out to his friend who had like 600 Twitter followers to be like, I want to make content with you. But appreciate that always. And we're going to keep doing it. Like, we're, like we said, like we're, we're, Mark and I are about to work really, really hard in this podcast, just because again, now we have to do a lot of the stuff that we didn't have to do for the last two years. Thank you to Vito for all of that. And shout out Abiel. We missed Abiel before. Shout out Abiel for that doing it a year before, of course. And it's going to be a lot and we're going to be ready for you guys. Keep an eye out for content right after New Year's, hoping to have some stuff ready for you guys by the second. Going to put in a big shift, but doing this last two years was magical. Being a part of the Mets organization was amazing. Having these interpersonal relationships with people who work in the stadium, just being able to talk to people, being being a member of the organization and feeling accepted and valued was something that I never really thought I'd ever experienced in my entire life. And the fact that it happened, and it happened for as long as it did and as often as it did, was special and something that I don't even think I can really put properly into words even yet. It's still even hard to be able to process what happened and what will happen. But and thank you guys for that. Let, bringing this episode, this podcast together from the beginning of 2021. Mark and I are making stupid nicknames and we had like 200, 300 listeners for the first two weeks we were doing this and watching it grow to the point it grew to to where we got noticed. It's amazing. And thank you guys for being there for us the whole time. Yeah, I think a perfect way to describe it is bittersweet. The bittersweet. favorite word of the podcast is bittersweet. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the final episode of the Mets Up as the official podcast of the New York Mets. We, of course, will be continuing the podcast on our own. So if you're subscribed to the you know uh, podcast feed, that's not changing. It will still exist there. If you're looking for the YouTube video, this is really the only thing that's going to change now. It will no longer be on the New York Mets YouTube channel. It will instead be on our Mets Up podcast channel, which, again, we will post on all our social media once we start posting things again and making more content for you guys. But that is pretty much it. Make sure you follow James on Twitter at James underscore Shiano. And me at Draftneck Mark with a C. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you to the New York Mets. And we will catch you guys after the new year. Peace out. Peace out, guys.